Thought-provoking dance show is coming to visual. Article by Suzanne Pender. Carlo-born choreographer Roisin Whelan will bring her gripping new dance show Man Down to visual on Saturday the 19th of February. Man Down is a thought-provoking and highly theatrical narrative dance production looking at the known and unknown. Following an original score by fellow Carlo native Aoife Kavna, four exceptional dancers create the evocative whirlwind of one man's internal world. Roisin is delighted to present the much-awaited premiere of Man Down at Visual on the 19th of February, with another performance planned for Wednesday the 23rd of February at Backstage Theatre Longford. The premise of the show is that the character A is held hostage by caution and fear, torn between his dreams and desires and the life he is leading. In this thought-provoking and highly theatrical narrative dance, reality isn't always as it seems, and through a string of encounters, A is faced with split-second choices between the known and the unknown. The physically charged choreography within Man Down confronts us with our own past successes and failures. The COVID-19 pandemic deeply impacted on our feelings, emotions and on our mental health and wellness, said Roisin. With more research into mental health, I learned that isolation was a contributing factor to many mental health diseases. Last year, Carlo County Council actually commissioned a graphic artist to create large wall murals around the town at GAA clubs, barbershops and housing estate walls entitled We Need to Talk About This. From there, my idea was born, explains Roisin, who is also a visual lab programme artist. Choreography in Man Down is by Roisin, with a cast that includes Matilda McGuinness, Ellie Marsh, Michael McAvoy and Joshua Scott. Composer is Aoife Kavna, while the show is produced by Michelle Kahl. The Saturday performance is at 7.30pm and tickets, €15, are available now at visualcarlo.ie. Man Down will also run a Friday lunchtime performance for schools and can be booked directly at boxoffice at visualcarlo.ie or 059-917-2400. Joyful day in Old Lachlan as Reverend Pat is ordained a priest. Article by Elizabeth Lee The Reverend Pat Coleman was ordained priest in St. Lazarian's Cathedral, Old Lachlan, on Sunday the 30th of January by the Right Reverend Michael Burroughs, Church of Ireland Bishop of Cashel, Ferns and Ossery. From Kaleshan, where she also did her training, Reverend Pat will continue to be a member of the ministry team in Kaleshan Union of Parishes and in Lachlan Union. Ms. Coleman is the second trainee in the diocese to be ordained priest since the ordained local ministry, OLM course, was introduced by the Church of Ireland in 2018. She was ordained deacon in 2020, the first step to becoming a priest. The OLM course is a collaborative one and involves working voluntarily. Training over a number of years encompasses a blended form of lectures, tutorials, workshops, online learning and self-study. While OLMs serve in their own parishes after they are ordained to the priesthood, they are supervised during their ministry by a rector or archdeacon in charge of a much larger area. Leading the service, Bishop Michael Burroughs welcomed Pat and her family on this auspicious, happy, hopeful and joyful occasion, and wished her every blessing for all that lies ahead. 
The preacher at the service was the Reverend Robert Stotesbury, who told the congregation that it was a great privilege and joy for him to be invited to preach on this occasion, this milestone in Pat's life. Remembering all the study that Pat had put in to get to this day and her work in the Collection Union of Parishes, he assured her that she will never be alone in her ministry. Not only are you partnered in your mission by our Lord, you have great support here in this diocese and in the wider community, he said. In his sermon, he asked what it meant to answer the call to ministry, especially during a pandemic. A priest is expected to be pastor, prophet, a preacher, and a teacher. In other words, we are expected to comfort those in need, challenge the comfortable, and preach the word. And this can be difficult at times like these, he said. The pandemic restrictions and lockdowns have put our churches and congregations under stress, but have also shown that we must be open to change. Given all Pat's experience as a diocesan reader and as a wife, mother and grandmother, she would find ministry enjoyable, he told her. You will be trusted with the pastoral and priestly care of people. You will also minister to a wider community whom you are called to love as neighbours. Ministry becomes exciting when you give and earn the love of the people, both in the congregation and in the wider community, he added. He also said that this was a very special occasion, as it would be one of the last of Bishop Michael Burroughs's ordinations before he moves to the west of Ireland to become Bishop of Tuam, Limerick and Killaloo in April. After the laying on of hands, Pat was vested with her priest's stole and she was presented with a Bible. The loud Amen of the congregation at the end of the laying on of hands completed the act of ordination in the name of the whole church. The organist was Fran Dury, and hymns sung behind masks during the service included Be Still for the Presence of the Lord and Father, I Place into Your Hands. Light refreshments were available after the service due to the lifting of restrictions. Pat received a basket of flowers and words of congratulation from Vivian Wrigley on behalf of Collection Union parishioners. Credit Union launches Greener Home Scheme Article by Suzanne Pender Carlo Credit Union in conjunction with Energia and House to Home have launched the CU Greener Homes Scheme, a one-stop solution for home energy efficiency upgrades. CU Greener Homes provides access to all of the information and supports needed to carry out home energy efficiency upgrades, including the initial assessment, the grant application process, the finance required and the project management. We've seen that there is a clear demand among our members to undertake improvements to maximise the energy efficiency of their homes, said Siobhan Gray, Credit Manager at Carlo Credit Union. The CU Greener Homes Initiative is an excellent opportunity for members to get all of their green home improvements needs completed in one go. Grants and supports of up to 40% are available for eligible work as part of this scheme. The Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland, the SEAI, provides grants of up to 35%, depending on the age of the home and the type of energy efficiency improvements carried out. In addition, as part of this initiative, Energia will provide additional support of up to 5%. Homeowners can apply to Carlo Credit Union for a loan should they need assistance with the remaining balance of the energy upgrade. 
A key feature of the CU Greener Homes website is the Energy Efficiency Calculator. The calculator enables people to find out the cost of proposed home energy upgrades, the grant support which may be available, the cost of credit union finance, and the impact of the work on the energy efficiency of your home. Technical glitch means some can't get broadband. Article by Michael Tracy. Carlovians are struggling to get a broadband connection while their neighbours have no issue. Raising the topic in the Dáil recently, Deputy Jennifer Murnane O'Connor said it did not make sense. A constituent had contacted her to say he couldn't access an MBI connection because the website says the survey is pending. When my constituent checks on the MBI website and enters his air code to see what stage it is at, his status is stuck. It is stuck on survey pending and that has been going on for the past year. This means he cannot contact service providers of broadband to arrange a date to connect his house to be ready to receive the router from the service provider. At the same time, the status of his next-door neighbour, 100 metres down the road on the same fibre line, is described on the NBI website as being ready to connect service providers. I hear this all the time, whereby neighbours have been left short compared with other neighbours. This is the biggest issue. I have been contacted by people who say there could be two houses on a road that have a connection, five that do not, and then a further ten that do. It just does not make sense. The Carlo TD said that NBI contractors had been on the ground throughout the country for more than 22 months, and more than 290,000 premises nationwide had been surveyed. 1,000 homes in Ireland were connected in December, while a total of 29% of all premises in Carlow are within the intervention area for the NBI. However, Deputy Murnane O'Connor said there remained broadband poor areas that needed to be addressed. She called for the matter to be looked at as broadband was vital to businesses and working from home. How can two houses on a road not have broadband and yet five houses beside them have it? It just does not make sense. In response, Junior Minister Martin Hayden said complications such as COVID-19 had impacted the delivery of the fibre network, resulting in delays. The minister said connection targets for 2022 would be agreed shortly. TD wants family carers to get pandemic bonus. Article by Suzanne Pender. The exclusion of family carers from the pandemic recognition payment of €1,000 for frontline health workers has been strongly criticised by a local TD. Sinn Féin Deputy Kathleen Funchen criticised the decision, describing family carers as the forgotten frontline who protect our health services on an ongoing basis by providing care to loved ones. Family carers do important work all the time, but they deserve particular recognition for all the additional work they have undertaken in the past two years in very difficult circumstances, said Deputy Funchen. This important care saves the state billions of euro every year. Many family carers were left feeling isolated and abandoned by the government during the pandemic. Practically all supports were withdrawn during the pandemic, with day services and centre-based respite services initially withdrawn entirely and only returning on a severely reduced capacity. Informal respite from other relatives was also cut off as an option as family members were forced to isolate during the pandemic. 
Family carers were also not considered for PPE provision or vaccine prioritisation, she pointed out. Family carers are left behind by the government too often and cannot be forgotten again. Minister McGrath must do the right thing and extend this COVID recognition payment to family carers, concluded Deputy Funchen.